What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Shringo, here with uh, my co-host, Chris Vaughn. Hey, buddy. Your face is very sensual right now. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) We also have a special guest. This technically isn't Smalley Talk Studios. This is kind of Smalley Talk Studio B. We'll call it Studio oh, B, yeah. Chris's sex basement. <laughs> yeah. um, Look at those doilies, so sexual. Mm, setting the <laughs> mood. But we also have a special guest. He's been begging to be on the podcast. He kind of cried, actually, the <laughs> last time I talked to him about it. None other than my... <laughs> <laughs> Quite the introduction. <laughs> than my, than my, uh, my brother, my best friend... My there blood, <laughs> Danny Shrinko. What's dig, up, Danny? Dig out of the hole, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah what's up? Hey, that was the uh, adult equivalent of pinning your arms down and spitting into your face. It's kind of like whenever Josh just kept telling me how jealous of his mustache that I was on the trip. Like, well, let's be honest. It was kind of an unsaid thing. Yeah. Like, it I was. Mean, it was not said. Yeah, I was alpha dogging everybody. <laughs> so it's actually kind of an unthought thing. Hey, you're just like real jealous. Of Josh this, sent us a picture mustache. on our first day on the river, and I called him Freddie ate too much mercury <laughs> i thought jeremiah said that well, i told him to text it oh, yeah well jeremiah said it well he texted it on my hey because yeah, I, I was fishing when he texted it that was that was a solid mustache though come on it was solid you gotta yeah. give it up i mean that. freddie mercury had a solid mustache too and there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with freddie mercury <laughs> if you're gonna compare me to freddie mercury i mean I i'm take it i'm okay with that i take it just like he did it's a legend <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, he is a legend, for sure. Did you see the movie, Bohemian Rhapsody? I haven't yet. I've been waiting to watch it. Yeah. Did you see it, Danny? Uh, no. Pretty no. good. I didn't see it. I've heard it was kind of mild. Mm. It didn't really, was like... It full-blown? No. No. <laughs> I kept wondering why they were pronouncing Rhapsody wrong, or Rhapsody wrong. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah. I, I, I Queen's one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they're so. great. Yeah. yeah, they're great for sure. Killer great. Queen, bicycle. Yeah. yeah, bicycle, bicycle. I actually heard a great bit about uh, Freddie Mercury. How he, he's like, uh, if they, it's you know he's great because they can play uh, We Are the Champions before a NASCAR race and all the rednecks get up and dance like they're, you know, it gets them all pumped up or something like that. It's pretty Yeah. Cool. And that's how that's, you know he's great. You mean like he transcends? Like he transcends? <laughs> I, I some, some comedian somewhere is spitting at his, at his headphones. No, but, you know, I mean, yeah, he transcends uh, genres. You know? Is it kind of because he swings both ways that he's yeah. accepted in the redneck crowd? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. True. I got so it. here we are. We're fresh back off of our trip to the... Uh, Upper James River, we fished the uh, North Fork of the Holston, we fished the New River. We basically fished anywhere we could find that we thought there might be fish because we were having trouble finding them. The Western Virginia Smallmouth Trail. Basically. Yeah. Trail of Tears. And (laughs) Yes, it ended up being a Trail of Tears. Uh, But, you know, we had some good times on this trip. It wasn't that bad. But yeah, it's our expectations or it, they, they were, it definitely was below our expectations. Let's put it that way. You, yeah. Again, you said, uh, you said blow a little bit <laughs> <laughs> awkwardly there. No, I mean, it was, uh, it was pretty bad though. You have to yeah. admit that. Mm, yeah. I mean, given the time of year that we're used to catching fish, like in the spring, which I actually will touch on that. I think that was actually the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we usually go up north. The fish are in like full-out pre-spawn mode, and uh, they just weren't like a little bit of a post-spawn malaise, if you will. Yeah, that's just putting it lightly. Pretty lazy. The first day, so uh, the first day we go down there, Jeremiah, my brother, and I put fifty-five in the boat. 
54 of them were 13 <laughs> inches and below. Uh, that's right. <laughs> 50, literally 54 of them were, uh, were 13, 14-inch fish, I think. And Jeremiah caught one 18 on the first day. So, you know, but we fished for 14 hours first day. So, you know, not a great day, but we, we at least had solid numbers. Uh, and that was about as good as it got for the rest of the trip. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, I mean, they were short striking. They were lazy. They didn't eat in the middle of the day. It was pretty much all the worst things that could happen on a big fishing trip like this. Uh, Except for bad, we had great weather. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I enjoyed myself for sure. Right. I mean, we we got but the a ca- fact that you have to say that at all lets yeah. us know that the fishing was that bad. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not like poo pooing the James River because I think it's a good river. It was scenic, right? It was very scenic, good smallmouth habitat. I mean, by all indications, you know, with the exception of maybe like one or two short stretches, like. You know, it had good substrate, good flow. Right. I mean, it was a it was a nice looking river. It just the fish weren't cooperating. I mean, there was a lot of fish too. Just you know, the big ones were MIA. Yeah. yeah. Josh did hook a muskie on the trip. I noticed how you said hooked and not caught. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to be honest. <laughs> I mean, in my defense, I had it on for like five minutes. Right. And I, I just didn't have a way to land it. I guess I could have like tried to just pick it up. I, I offered to lip it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Bring it close to me, I'll lip it. Well, it. our nets were about half the size they needed to be to, to It net was a that forty thing. plus inch muskie. Yeah, it was big. Hooked on a spinner bait. Uh, yeah. Uh, which... I mean I had it on forever, man, and it was <laughs> I hooked it, you guys you and Jeremiah were on the opposite side of the river and uh you know, I was like, oh, I got something big and, you know, you guys Which is are... something he's never said before. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was like, I finally saw it flash and I was like, I got a muskie, I got a muskie, come over here. And they're paddling over. And I think, you know, at this point, Chris is like, we got to paddle over there and no, help dude, Josh. Was, no, and then, I was completely stoked up, no, actually. I was, and then that, my, heart, my heart was pounding like a little bunny. Well, that thing kind of came up to the top and saw me and took off and it moved. You know, it was like a freaking dolphin on top. And Chris placed quite a bit of water. Chris is like, holy shit. Yep. Direct (laughs) quote. So we tried to tag team it to get that thing landed. It just, you know, we just didn't have the right equipment, unfortunately. About the time we got Josh towed over to the bank, uh, he went to go step off his kayak onto dry land and it, it came off. Yeah. So. And the line didn't break surprisingly. It, the spinnerbait just like popped out of its mouth, but I had a good follow, had a good fly follow with the muskie right up to the boat. And for those muskie guys that do listen to the podcast, you know, I've watched enough YouTube videos to know that you're supposed to do a figure eight at the boat. If there was a real muskie guy watching what I did, they would have gotten a, tremendous kick out of it because my my figure eight with my fly rod just looked like me just sort of flailing it in the water (laughs) and then i hit the muskie in the head with the fly rod (laughs) surprisingly he didn't want to eat and just swam away yeah Uh, but you know it was good we had a good time that was kind of the highlight for me I, i think out of everybody on the whole trip uh i had the hardest time for sure so you know that was I think everybody else at least marked good fish. Danny marked a good fish. Josh marked probably, what, three or four good fish. Yeah. Jeremiah marked four good fish. Derek marked probably three good fish. And I marked, your boy, marked zero good fish. It happened sometimes. Yeah, it was brutal. You're kind of like one of those momentum fishermen. If you're having a hard time, you get a little... You get a little down in the dumps. A little bitchy. Yeah, yeah. a little bitchy. You you just Jer- hop. Just think of Jeremiah. He had to deal with it the whole week. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't on that trip. Yeah, he's a little trooper <laughs> over there. We just had to keep singing uh, singing made-up songs from, uh, what's that Bradley Cooper movie? 
<laughs> I made up a whole version of the Bradley Cooper song where With he's just Lady falling. Yeah. 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 So at the very end, called? you know, they go, ah, Star? Star is born. Star is born? Yeah, Star is born. At the end, they got to do that. Ah, mine was just, ah, for, you know, because been falling for 30 minutes. So. That really hurt my ears. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Mm. See the audio stuff there? It yeah. jumped off the track a little bit. Great yeah, pitch, baby. Great. Was it good? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. But yeah, we did so we did the James. That was kind of like our where our cabin was, where we spent most of our time. We did make it over to do a stretch on the North Fork of the Holston from like Saltsville down. It was like a four mile stretch, which I actually was probably my favorite stretch that we did. Um, very good substrate. It's just really, really small for the number of guys we had. Yeah. Um, it's more of a waiting but, river. But we were, we marked several good fish. Yeah. I mean, the, for sure the best quality of fish that we saw on the whole trip. And I had two chances at absolute studs on that trip that I just completely blew. Um, I had a 19 just giving my changer the stare down. And like a true moron, I lost the staring contest and twitched my fly. And he just swam back into the deep. And then I had a 20 take it. And I just set the hook into nothing. So, but you know, the North Fork was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the, I uh, liked it. It was just Josh too caught small. two really quality trout. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, surprised. I didn't even know there was trout in that river. Yeah, two two good trout, and then uh, we had some good smallmouth, and then we did a stretch on the new that night, uh, which was. Unanimously poop. Oh. Yeah, and then, it's pretty uh, bad. We yeah. did the Virginia side of the new. Yeah, but and we also admittedly that was the only stretch that was short enough for us to do in the time we had. Which in the the description, I mean, everything we saw showed that it was just kind of a slow, just a giant pool for like a mile and a half. So, uh, and it was a three mile stretch. Once so. you got into the moving water, it actually looked decent it just for whatever reason it just they didn't fish it well at all around all those yeah those rapids but that was probably my least favorite part of the trip i think unanimously the least yeah least favorite and then and then the next day we went back and did the gorge um we did the gorge section of the james which was pretty cool it was was the most scenic yeah very scenic very uh you know, some technical paddling in the middle there, some good, you know, good structure. You know, Josh had a pretty good stretch, too. Yeah. Um, and Danny Danny marked a good fish on the gorge, and um, I don't think Derek caught anything, and I think we caught two. Danny, what was your, like, favorite part of the trip? I think the gorge, like, from a fishing standpoint. You just, like that? It was, I like the North Fork of Holson, but... If it was just me, probably would have been my favorite. But again, it was, you know, I had that. I, I we were falling a big out of my inflatable kayak one time too. North is, you know, <laughs> pretty bad stretch for me. I, you know, don't pay attention did you, sometimes. Did you jump on a rock and then jump back in? Yeah, it? like no one was watching that part. Like it was very athletic and ninja-like, and no one saw it. It's like always happens to me. It we had this like, huge green family. raft in front, dicking the whole stretch in front yeah. of us. So yeah. supposedly there was like twenties and nineteens, and I didn't, I didn't see any see of those. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them. They just weren't interested. I mean, it was. It really was a very. Uh, it was small. It was just very. It was way, way it was smaller like, than I expected. It was like the size of the upper flat rock. I yeah, and I. Maybe I should have known that, I guess. I mean, I, I just assumed that it was a little bit bigger. I, I thought it was bigger. I mean, it sure. was for sure a skinny, skinny, skinny yeah. uh, waterway. It looked good, for sure. But Yeah. Um, the gorge, for me, was my favorite part, though. I, I mean, so I don't know why we waited so long to fish it, but that was kind of where we were told to go. I think we were a little apprehensive because there was a class three on there. I know Derek was really apprehensive about doing it and we saved it for what was that Saturday evening and we fished it with like 
what would we have, like four hours? Yeah, we didn't have enough time. No. So we basically had to like bulldoze through like the and last it was the, part of for it. For sure the busiest day. I yeah, mean, like, so it'd far been, and away. It'd been pounded all day. Probably not with as much fishermen. There's just a lot of Oh, there were a lot of fishermen, though. I mean, probably ten times the amount of fishermen that it gets on a normal day. Yeah. Maybe more. I don't know. I didn't really see... I mean, I saw some people with fishing rods, but I didn't see anybody, like, hardcore fishing, but... I mean, it was almost like, overwhelming, though. It was just so... Like, there was just places to fish everywhere. They yeah. Like, it's the opposite of yeah. the new, where it's like, there's nowhere to... Like, when the well, stretch we were on, there's just... You could have fished anywhere. I, I think... Like. Yeah. I didn't quite understand what Chase meant by, oh, yeah, you'll want to dedicate a whole day to that, until I got on it, and I'm like, yeah, we should have... We should have been on that early in the morning and just did the whole thing. But right, uh, yeah, you live and you learn. I mean, I know I the very first part of that stretch, you guys ran um, a rapid that you were giving me shit about not running, which right. I'm glad I didn't run. It looked fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just you for almost the record, flipped the drift boat. <laughs> no, that is not even true. <laughs> it, it was ugly. I, <laughs> no, it wasn't a great. I didn't do a great let's, job let's putting put this us through way. it. But it, we weren't even close. You to spun flipping. 90 degrees on a rock. <laughs> I have yeah, video like, evidence. Yeah, oh, we, we can show the people who, who know what's going on. It, we weren't well, even close. Well, let's just say you had... We uh, maintained full contact a, with the water. You had a ghostly white face and your <laughs> well, eyes were normal. bugging out on that rock because you, that's thought, you, were, you and thought you were done for. I already have buggy eyes, as we've established, <laughs> and I already have pale skin. So that's, that's like just... You got to bring more evidence care. to the table. But also, just for the record, since since we're bringing it up, I wasn't even going to bring it up. I was going to spare you all the details. But, uh, you know, we get to the boat ramp, and there's an old man and a puppy. <laughs> he wasn't old. There's okay. a, it, the guy had to have been 80. Uh, and Josh is like, oh, oh, hey, hey, are you going to go? Are you going to go through that rapid? <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, I've been going through this rapid since FDR was president. And his dog, exactly. his dog He's had been cancer. Through it before. His dog had cancer, I think. And the, they went through it and zero issues. He was in an inflatable And then there was a super fat man and his fat wife in a, oh in a canoe. Gosh. And they went through it, no issues. She was eating a pork chop off the front of the bow. Husband was just staring at her big back tattoo. He wasn't even paying attention to the water. They floated right through it. No hey, issues. Hey, you know that I gave that guy our podcast information. <laughs> well, he wasn't. I was just... I mean, the other guy didn't have cancer and wasn't 85 years old. And I'm pretty sure the other guy didn't even go through with his wife. And I didn't even see what she looked like. So, if you're listening to the podcast, you have a sucky river and you should have stayed out of the union. Uh, no. Kidding. So, no, I mean, if I had experience, I would have ran it. But one, I was specifically oh told not to run it by someone who guides on that river. And two, the name of the rapid is Canoe Eater. And oh, that's not it. That's not the name uh, of the rapid. Yeah, it is. No, it's yeah, not. It. It is. It's called it's called a Bunny Slope Rapid. <laughs> that was a terrible <laughs> ad lib there. Bunny Slope Rapid? That's not what it was yeah, called. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. No. Well, that's what it looked like. Well, it wasn't going to eat my canoe that day. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, obviously not. But I mean, it was it was. So to be fair, the old man that went through did look like he was a man of the sea. He definitely had his sea legs. He was leathered and haggard. Uh, and the guy that went through looked like maybe he did have experience as a Boy Scout. And, I mean, he had the patches. And then his... I don't think that he did take his wife through. I think that she may have walked her. Well, I, you, supposedly she was eating a pork chop on the bow. So. <laughs> no, I think he went through... I think he shot it alone. Because yeah. I remember thinking, oh, I thought his wife was going to go with him. Well, it, it wasn't Because I like, was really going to give Josh a bunch of shit it w- if that lady just paddled by <laughs> as he was wheeling his kayak on that stupid cart it, like, it wasn't like that terrible of a rapid but you had to go to a very specific right. route with a kayak or it would have flipped you yeah and- i mean it, it definitely did for the record and i'm sure that someone will post the video i didn't go through it clean because uh, there is a rock that you kind of have to slide over, and with the raft, you don't really slide over rocks very well. So it kind of did turn us a little bit. And I'm going to be frank with you, I got a little butthole pucker going. I know you did. I saw your face. Yeah. Jer- Jeremiah was like, hey, did that make you nervous? <laughs> when we went through, I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I was a little nervous, though, for real. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, Chris, but I mean, we were seriously. Chris was. The, we were in no <laughs> in no real. Chris is the danger. biggest weenie in a kayak. He flipped in like a class point five on the Wisconsin River. That's true. And was scared to death of whitewater the rest of the trip. That's true. And then now he's got this big whitewater raft. And he's like, you guys are a bunch of pussies. I went through. Oh, hang on. We're watching the video. It was definitely. Let's watch the fear in Chris's eyes <laughs> as he hits this rock. <laughs> Here he goes. Boom. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, and you're like, it's no big deal. Uh, yeah. I got it. Well, you won't see any fear in these guys' eyes because they wheeled around it. Well, sissies. we did a class three, though. Yeah. And it was actually a bigger rapid than that. It just was more like straightforward. No there wasn't any turn. tight turns. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that um, kind of made that one a little more difficult is there was like a metal pipe sticking out. On the I mean, right I'm side. watching the video. You, you turned 180 degrees on that rock. No. Way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, your math is way off on that. I'm going to have to call you that on was, that. That was an easy. I yeah, know. I took math, math class with problem. you. You slept the I whole did. time. Your angles are all goofy. <laughs> I just, Mrs. Bothwell couldn't hold my attention. So, I don't know. So let's talk more about the fishing or the lack of fishing. So um, let's go with, Chris, let's get your uh, theory on what, what went wrong on this trip. Hmm. Is it us? Is it the it fish? could be us, honestly. Do we suck balls? I'm beginning to think that that has something to do with it. Um, no, I think I think it had something to do with it. It was like in the 90s every day. Um, there was more traffic on the river because of Memorial Day. And lastly, I think it had a lot, a lot more to do with the uh, the fact that the fish were coming off of, off of the spawn. The bigger fish that we caught were definitely a little. Little spawned out, little uh, little skinny butts. I mean, the two eighteens that Jeremiah caught, we both looked at each other like, what, 16 and a half? And then we put on the board and they were 18. So, you know, I mean, they were just not very impressive kind of fish because they were spawned out. So I think that probably has a lot to do with it. Um, yeah. yeah it just, I think we hypothesized this before we left, too. That what? That we thought that might be the case. Yeah, I mean, they were definitely out off the beds. I mean, there was no no doubt about it. I mean, it, you know, most of the fish we were catching were 10 to 12 feet off the bank. Um, so yeah. this is what kind of surprised me because I, I expected to struggle to catch the big females. What surprised me was the average size of the fish that we did catch, which were, you know, we caught, I mean... I don't know that I didn't add up the number of fish that we caught, Probably but we 300 some. Yeah. I mean, we caught a lot of fish. The average size was like, it was like Jeremiah yeah. and I put a little over a hundred in the boat. I mean, yeah, I, it, I was, it was like, like 120 or something. I would say the, you probably put a hundred. Yeah. So I would say the, out of all the fish that everyone caught, 90% of them were 13 and below. Oh, for sure, 90%. And yeah. then probably 5% were 14 to 15. And then maybe the last 5% were like 16 to 18. But that's what surprises me is just like the average size of the fish. You See, I would think like, you know, a lot of rivers around here, you're like, yeah, we're having trouble finding the 18s and 20s. But we're catching a bunch of 15, 16s, occasional 17. It just wasn't like that there. They were all dinks. And I, dink City, I don't, baby. I don't we actually really... uh, no longer call them dinks. They're just call, referred to affectionately by us as, as jimmies. Yeah, as I like that. Day. We're just called, we caught yeah. a bunch of jimmies. Today. And then if we caught one that was slightly larger than dink, it would be like Jimmy Plus. Jimmy, <laughs> there's Jimmy Plus, Jimmy Minus, and then there's just a Jimmy. Well, because catching like a... A bunch of fifteen inches. That that's pretty fun. I mean, sure. Those are those are kind of worth the fight. I'll take a northern fifteen inch smallmouth all day long. Yeah, I mean thirteen inches, man. You feel like you're like pan fishing. Yeah. Like it, pan fishing would have been a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was rough, yeah. man, and it was it was kind of like it was so it was humbling. weird. It was humbling, too. Yeah, I mean maybe. It, not not as much just because we were in a new spot, but you know you kind of start to think you got this whole game figured out, and then you get your balls kicked in for about five days. 
Yeah. Yeah. I definitely uh, had some low confidence levels after that trip. Yeah. But, I mean, we caught the fish. I just... Not, you know, no big ones for sure. Yeah. You know, we had never been on that river and, you know, it was getting a lot of pressure. Um, I do think the biggest thing, though, is just the the fact that when you go down south and it's warmer, I think those fish spawned, you know, I think they probably spawned like late April, early May. If we'd have been May. there a month earlier, it may have been a different story. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but a beautiful scenery there. I mean, for sure, like way underrated. Uh, <laughs> you got a little bug on you there. Way underrated um, scenery-wise. I mean, I put oh, it was cool. Uh, it's probably the coolest setting that you can catch a smallmouth in. The gorge, um, uh, some of the pictures that we got on that rock in the middle of the river, that was yeah. some of the best scenery. You yeah, know, yeah, you didn't put great. up the group picture. I was a little... I yeah, you did. I didn't see it. I posted it, baby. Oh, yeah. Tons of hashtags. All yeah, of the big hashtags. Big hashtag guy. Hey, man. You know? You play the game. The people. Gotta put he's it on there. pro staff now, so. Hashtag pro staff. <laughs> Cortland line. Oh, hashtag yeah. Cortland pro staff. Mm. Hashtag it. Running with the big boys. No, it's big dicks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta flop it out there. But no, I mean. It, the fish it, we did catch, though, I mean, what did you catch most of your fish on, Danny? I mean, you know, fluke. A little bit top, I just a little bit top water, dude. I cannot get. I caught one fish on top water. Yeah, I caught I, it. I caught probably ten on top. See, I thought that was going to be the redeeming part of this trip is that we would get on the top water bite, and I just couldn't get him to cooperate. But that eighteen, well, I say they're short striking too much to fish top water effectively. If you'd have gotten hits, they probably would have missed it a bunch. That's what yeah. was happening. I mean, when I say short strike, I mean like hitting it like they were just like in a drunken stupor like they were just like barely not aggressive enough to get the hooks in their mouth no it was pretty bad yeah i mean we caught we got a lot of fish on top water but i would say the vast majority of them came from a white game changer yeah game changer i mean the fluke bite was pretty hot you know from a number standpoint i was catching a lot of fish on a lot of misses crankbait a lot of misses though Yeah. yeah yeah they were definitely being finicky for sure. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite, the most productive for me was that morning that just me, you, and Maya went out when I caught that muskie. Yeah. I think I caught around 20 that morning, and we only fished for like three hours. And I had a couple, um, I had an 18 that morning, and I had um, caught that muskie, and then had a couple. Caught. <clears throat> hooked. Hooked. I hooked. fought the muskie. Fought the muskie and the muskie won. Fought a good fight. It did. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine with that, dude. dude I, I, I would have liked to get a picture. I got to be that. honest. Like, the guys that go out and muskie fish, men. They're intimidating. Yeah. You know? They also had the right equipment. No, I know. But, like, the the whole prospect of fishing for a fish right. that doesn't eat unless you just, you know, like, I mean, that doesn't eat. I mean, that you really have to, like, trick them. And you know what they do eat is outrageous. Um, yeah, they're and they ca- like you know they cast huge baits all yeah, day. Yeah, I mean you're casting, a, especially a fly rod, all day long. Casting a fly rod, you know, getting a follow and getting all boned up about it. I mean, it's crazy. It's a different different type of fishing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean Derek tried it. You know, the first couple of days, and he was throwing those that boat whopper plopper out there. <laughs> is he throwing it in front of you? No, I no. We just powered out in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> so Maya's like, let Derek fish out front for a while. I'm like, no, he's musky fishing. You can, yeah. That thing, that prop bait he was throwing was. Oh my gosh. So that's the reason you guys were in front the whole trip, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, a little, little touchy. We definitely weren't there. out front <laughs> sore, the sore whole subject. time. Uh, we were on the North Fork. I'll give you that. It's all right, hundred no, percent. The North Fork. I we were bitching a little bit behind you, but I don't blame you. I was I like, too. I was like, yeah, uh, this is real ironic that Jeremiah was like, well, hey guys, we got a really, 
we got to really make sure, yeah. you know, they if you're did. up front, you're, re- yeah, you're relinquishing did. it. And then Chris was like, yeah, man, we just couldn't slow down. Like, Jeremiah couldn't catch a – he couldn't catch an oar. We were just getting pushed down river. We couldn't do anything about Honestly, it. Honestly, it was part that. It was part, you know – I mean, you're already at a disadvantage when you're oh, fly fishing. We, try, we tried to catch – me and Josh tried to catch you once. We did. Like, and we finally caught up to you. wouldn't and allow they, it. You <laughs> set everything down and left. I, I wouldn't gone. allow it. Yeah. Let's just put it this way. If you're not in the raft with Chris, you don't want to be fishing with him. Yeah, it can be tricky. No, but I mean, you know, I'll admit that. Yeah, I'll admit the North Fork. I we were powered out front. We were selfish a little bit, and but you know, boned everybody um, over. No, I wouldn't say we did that either. I mean, you can. You guys obviously still caught a bunch of fish behind us. We got all the scraps. (laughs) You guys caught good fish behind us. I'll tell you, you guys had an opportunity to catch big fish behind us. There's a zero percent chance we'd have caught fish behind you guys. Because so. the other thing about a raft is I can keep it down the middle. You guys kayak fishing, you're right up against, you know, floating here, into the bank. Here, here come the uh, built-in excuses here. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I mean, hey, I'm just telling it like it is, man. Hey, if you're gonna have a raft, you, you you're no different. You don't nah. get special treatment. I don't care if you're fly fishing. You don't get. Oh, I'm fly fishing. I gotta be up front because you're gonna get... scare all the fish. No, you got no. a big fucking raft. You're pushing water in front of us. How do you think we felt? I know. Yeah, I, I'll admit it. Yeah, I'm not gonna defend it. Okay, good. But I will I'd say shut this. that down. But I will say this. You know, you can control your drift a little comes. bit better in the raft. So I we kept it down the middle, so we weren't. We weren't power blasting that, that all the raft spots. in the middle. Here's was the problem. Bank to bank, though. Here's that, the problem. The river was only you 25 had about, feet wide. You yeah. had like five feet on each side of the raft. <laughs> yeah, so that's true. But yeah, it, was yeah, it wasn't great. It was, it was just was not a good setup. So at one point, you know the 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 sort of math that you do is I can either just fish this at a leisurely pace and get bounced around on every rock and just fight to stay back. Or I can just power through it, and then maybe there's enough space between us to where... You've always been a power bottom, too. Um, yes. Yeah. That's something you might not know. Yeah. No, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, yeah knew I'm it. saying not... I know you know Hey, it. let's just put it this way. I'm glad I'm not the only one here saying this. <laughs> no. He brought in his reinforcements. We got, we got a neutral perspective here. No, I admit it. I'll admit it right now. I know. I mean, of... the thing is, is that you've always been a big proponent of like shit paddling and stuff. You've always been like getting on people for doing. Well, it. Just, so, uh, that's, just, that's because other people do it. <laughs> that's why. That's you're making my point. Why would I sit back and let everything in front of me get? I'm saying you, just, you make a big deal about it, but then you do yeah, it to everyone. That's it all I'm saying. Big, <laughs> oh, like, I wasn't doing any any shit paddling. By <laughs> default, you were shit paddling everything. We, you were we, shit rafting everything. Yeah, it wasn't a great setup for six people. <laughs> but Chris got up. Chris got the front though, so it's all good. Well, we still didn't do that great. So and you didn't capitalize. So yeah, that's that's like terrible. Might See, if I was okay. up front, I probably would have caught that nineteen and twenty. At least we would have been mm-hmm. like, hey, mm-hmm. we caught a nineteen and twenty on the trip. But yeah, yeah probably you scared him. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right yeah it's 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 okay you guys were up front on the new the whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was you actually learned some you know paddling tips and stuff there got some productive stuff done worked on these yeah. badass apostle um tam lines that i have yeah, on my feet danny's mm-hmm. got and jesus sandals on lines on across his feet from all the sandal wearing he was doing um yeah he should have packed some homemade granola to go with those sandals. Yeah. I yeah. like those sandals. Yeah, I know you guys wear matching sandals. Little Tevas. Yep. Tevas yeah. and Chacos. Or, yeah, you and your bro- you and Maya wear the exact same shoes. Yeah. Chris has blue digital camos. Blue Digi, baby. <laughs> they were for, they were uh, $40 cheaper to buy them with that stupid there, navy. There's a, there's a reason. <laughs> well, they look ridiculous, but, you know, 40 bucks is 40 bucks. Yeah, it is. 40 uh, Yeah, I mean, um, I, couldn't, I couldn't get away with the sandals. Uh, my feet would be roasted off my body. Just blistered. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it'd, be, it'd be awful. I'd be, I'd be in an ICU right now. <laughs> Some so, Russian nurse licking my feet dry. Oh, yeah. 
So the the house setup was pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. If you we had a, if you were down on the James, look up uh, Lance Clark. He's got a house there in uh, Buchanan. On VRBO. Yeah, uh, Home Away. Same thing. Yeah, VRBO. Well, it's a different website, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think they feed each other. I don't think they're like feeder sites or anything. Well, my app says Home Away and. I powered by or something I oh, it one is? of them bought one of yeah. the other i couldn't find I it on vrbo i didn't see it on vrbo but it was it was on home away yeah so i don't know they maybe they are the same company but uh regardless lance check them out that was a good place i mean we were right in a spot where we actually put in one morning at the cabin and floated down and did a stretch down below the cabin which is probably the best fishing we had yeah on the whole trip so there's some Virginia yeah. fives down at the ramp too. Dude. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Memorial day hotties all out there in them <laughs> flag keenies. Oh, flag. baby. <laughs> Paying tribute to the troops. <laughs> it's for the troops. I about dropped the okay. old, uh, thank me for my service line. out there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome for that keeny. <laughs> keeny boys. There's I don't know. High quality any, sniz out there. There was, I don't think they were Virginia fives. They were like Virginia three and a halfs. Maybe. No, no, they adjust. Uh, it's an adjusted scale. I know yeah. that's what I'm saying. I think, I think that they were just, adjusted. It was a three and a I'm half. Ju- I'm just saying, like that was just the average Virginia, Dude. like the five. Dude, yeah, they had that. I mean, they had that midriff. Five showing. out of ten or five out of five. It's always out of ten. That's okay, out of okay. 10. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were saying five out of five. I'm like, who does a no. five scale rating? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, my Pedophiles. wife, she's a perfect five. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that. Yeah, I don't know. maybe a guy with only one hand. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> no, you go down to the boat ramp, a bunch of hotties over there drinking wine coolers and Ronas. Not a bad scene for us, you know. Side for sore eyes. Yeah, not bad at all. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of people on the river on Memorial Day. But yeah, that's to be expected. Yeah, I got a. Uh... Got that bad taste out of my mouth yesterday, though. Yeah, I went out here locally, right? Yeah, I went to the Flat Rock. Mm. And, uh... How's she doing? She was muddy. Uh, we got yeah, pounded... Yeah. She's gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> we got pounded with rain yesterday, um, and I, I wasn't sure uh, if the Flat Rock got hit, because uh, it was kind of, you know, moving a little south of the city, and I got out there. I had a work appointment, uh, semi close, and I went out there for like two and a half hours. And uh, yeah, they were on fire. So yeah, I mean, yeah. If we'd have stayed here, we probably would have uh, done all oh, right, dude. That was the biggest blow when we got off the new. That was like, I actually got skunked that day. I don't, ugh, I don't even want to <laughs> think about it. Um, not that day, but I got skunked that right, stretch. That stretch on the new. Yeah, I was just. My my head wasn't in it at all. Um, we got off, and uh, for some reason, we keep mentioning uh, Nathan Pickering on this podcast. But he local, po- local donkey wrangler alum. Yeah, he he posted up some uh, some other some, fish that he killed. Some huge <laughs> fish that he clubbed. Yeah. <laughs> um, him and uh, Aiden an Darling, under, an underage boy out on the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, uh, dude, they had some monsters. Yeah. They caught some freaking monsters. Yeah, they weren't that big. I'm just <laughs> no, no that, he, he did that well one I mean, asked, mu- in muddy conditions. Too. You, they that, probably listened to the podcast. That's probably how they caught them. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was flowing. White River, that's where they went. They were, it was flowing really high. And yeah. they, uh, they, they caught fish, though. They got out there in the butt and fished them out. Yeah. Yeah, they're good at fishing them out of those buttholes. I can't believe that. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty devastating, to be frank with you. Um, that was that kind of defined the whole trip. I and then, was... jo- like, I I got back. I was all sad dogging already. Got back, and Josh was like, "Look at this!" <laughs> Shoved his phone in my face, and I was just like, "Yep." But I didn't even. I don't even think I said a word. Just a little tear. Just tear. Yeah, One of my depressing. tears is in the new river right now. Yeah. That right. was uh, not the, I mean, I, I didn't have service most of the trip, and that was like, I pulled up Facebook because we were waiting on you guys to get back, and that was the first thing that came up, right. and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, it but, did feel good. That was probably the best, uh, 
I, did, I only did about an hour and a half of work the whole trip. Um, and it was just good to be disconnected for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. I think next year we're actually talking about doing, uh, our trip over Labor Day instead of, instead of Memorial Day. Cause this is the third year in a row. We've really had to contend with high water in some capacity. So, you know, we're talking about maybe changing the trip around to accommodate that, you know, um, really? the downside to that is you miss pre-spawn big Dude. fish. The upside is you know, you can really lock in a location. I mean, you know, heaven forbid one river's flooded, the other ones will probably be fine in September. Yeah, dude. It. I mean, those rivers up there are all still flooded. Uh, they're actually higher than they were when we made the call. Right. But, man. I've been seeing some, some the- hell entertaining bluegill videos coming out of wildwood <laughs> trips. he's so, been up there wrangling them blue, dude, bluegills if we could have went up there though it would have been we would have had it perfectly timed like what do you mean well i'm following some of the guides up there right. and they're like one guy in particular was saying that the fish are getting ready to be on beds in like the next two weeks which we would have been there literally like the exact timing, like from a pre-spawn standpoint. Like right. it would have been perfect. They're catching them on top water. I mean, right it usually now. is. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's usually around Dude. perfectly lined up with the pre-spawn when we get up there. Yeah, but I want to go up there so. I bad. mean, it's just so it's it's so tough to contend with. You know, planning a big trip in spring is such a. You know, we do it because everybody has time off, and it's kind of the first. You know, it kind of is our first opportunity after the long winter to kind of do something like that. But uh, it's just tough. It's tough to contend with. Yeah. So locally, though, I mean, you had a good, you had a good outing. It sounds like. Yeah. There. What was uh, the visibility like? I mean, it was less than a foot. It was probably like eight or nine inches. Um, but they were smashing top water and then I, uh, put on a spinner bait. So I waited up and I just fished top water cause I was, you know, I just wanted to get a top water bite and, uh, on the way back, I tied on a spinner bait and, oh man, I, I lost count around like 20 and, uh, I had, mm, I think I had six over 17 inches. So that's a pretty good day anywhere you go. Yeah. Six fish over 17 inches probably felt like a killer day after what we just endured. Oh, dude, it was so... And the fish were fat. They were fighting. We were talking about that. Dude, those fish at Flat Rock, for whatever reason, man. They're juiced. They're freaking... Yeah. They're they're like roided up. Yeah, they're on PEDs. (laughs) (laughs) FEDs. They'll straight run you downstream, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, You stick one of those guys with a six weight, you're just like... You're just helpless. Just go limp. See what you can do. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it, it could be the elevation change. I, I don't know. I mean, there's a little bit more elevation change out there. Yeah. I mean, it, it drops, you know, the guys, guys from. Well, I was used to fighting Jimmy's this, all week. So. <laughs> it probably drops uh, 40 foot in elevation over, you know, two miles or something like that. So, bunch <laughs> of elevation change. It's just so. like a trout river. Yeah. Like those, a mountain stream. Yeah, those things are just. Yeah, dropping thousands of feet every mile. Not us. Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, so a couple of things I wanted to touch on. One, we set up the Smalley Talk hotline. Um, F yeah. We have a few messages. Uh, was oh, not. Dude, I cannot wait to hear what these mongoloids have to say <laughs> on our voicemail. Yeah, I'm. I'm not prepared to play them in this episode. So the next episode we do next week will. Will feature at least two of them. Uh, I think we have like four or five of them right now. Um, why, so, why can't we do them right now? Because you got to interject the audio into the oh. thing. And I, I haven't downloaded the files or anything like that. Um, I'll figure it out before we do the next one. Okay. Um, but anyways, uh, I wanted to give the number again here real quick. So, the number to Smalley Talk hotline. Yeah. Should we call it the Smalley Talk trot line? <laughs> we good. <laughs> I'm just uh, wondering. 
we got any fans of trot lines out there. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't find it. Well, either way, I'm going to post it on our Facebook page. Um, I'm going to post it on our Facebook page here in the next couple of days so you guys can can see that. But, yeah, we just uh, want people to call in. I think we might dedicate a whole episode to it because if we have like... A Q&A episode? Yeah, yeah. So I think it would be kind of fun to to do that um we'll play your audio clip and i imagine when we post it on the facebook page um people will more people will see it because it was kind of buried in that that latest episode so yeah but yeah so um so yeah that's that and then uh do we have any more reviews do you know no, i don't think so the number for the smally talk hotline is 317 317- Two eight three nine seven one zero. That's three one seven two eight three nine seven one zero. So, are you sure we don't have any more reviews? Yeah, I didn't see any more. The last one that we had was on May fifteenth. So, oh, you looked. How many um, reviews do we have total? Seventy one ratings and okay. reviews. So, yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do. I think we're gonna do something special when we get to hundred reviews. Like what? So, a little giveaway? Yeah, I was thinking about that. We have some sponsors in the fold, like between our pro set positions. I think we can come up with something. I think so too. A little giveaway. Hashtag yeah. giveaway. Hashtag yes. Yeah, so, come get your gear. Hashtag swag. Hashtag <laughs> come get it. So go on Apple Podcasts, give us a review, and then when we get to hundred, we'll do a little little smally talk giveaway. So, I like that idea. It seems, seems like a great idea. Yeah, we might start doing that kind of stuff more often too, because got to give back. Yeah, we got to we got to give back. We're all about giving back. That's right. Yeah. Um. So, do we have anything, anything you want to talk about new in your box or anything, Chris? You have anything new in your box? Hmm. I mean, I just bought a six weight actually. So. Oh, did you? Yeah, but right before the trip, I went up to the uh, Dem Boys. Did you get that moving water out that Gloomus. I got a Gloomus, a Gloomus uh, IMX Pro. Mm. I actually like test casted the um, Radian Scott Radian, which is like an eight hundred dollar rod, and then I I uh, test casted um, the Sage X, and then I test casted the G Loomis, the IMX Pro, and uh, which was a lot cheaper, and I liked it a lot more. So bought that one. Thought the Radian just a little too much flex. I'm a little bit, a little bit too much of a power cast, uh, power caster. So, on my, um, you know, when I, the rod was loading, it was just flexing a whole bunch. So I wasn't really getting that pop forward. And then the uh, Sage I thought was really comparable to the IMX Pro, but it, the IMX Pro is just a lot cheaper. So I went with that. You need those power casts when you're up front. That's right, baby. You got to power over all that water. Make sure nobody else has a fresh opportunity. You got to hit every every angle. Uh, so I got that. Got a new line. Got a new uh, got a new reel. Hey, so what kind of line did you get? I got the uh, Big Fly by Cortland. Cortland, hey. Yeah. Get that pro staff <laughs> discount. No, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's what's new in my box, and I bought a new box. Mm, you got a box in your box. I got a new box in my box. Box within a box. I got a, a bug or a beast junior. Big yellow fly box. Got a fancy box. Got a big old nasty box. <laughs> <laughs> it's filled with hair. All right. So what? Uh, you got anything new? What about Danny? You got anything new in your box? Uh, just replenishment. Yeah. Of sorts. I know Danny I uh, actually crawled inside of Chris's box. He did. It took out a bunch of oh, did yeah. stuff. I took a few things. Did you sneak into my box? Yeah. He was just like, it's just, I my box is, he's like, my box is old. You can have anything. You can do anything. I allowed you to put your dirty little fingers like, in that box. Do anything box. in my box that you want. <laughs> and I, what, I couldn't turn that down. Right. I, he had to ask a couple of things. A bunch of little so. fish in there, weren't there? There's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was a, a little rusty. And it was a little stinky. Chris's box a little stinky. Had, a little rusty. It had that distinct Vaughn smell to it. Yeah. <laughs> a little rusty. <laughs> Uh, rusty box. Surprisingly, but... surprisingly, like I was surprised that it was rusty. You know, well, they're I mean? waterproof. Like boxes. I didn't. Yeah, I just didn't think your box would be rusty. It's like, yeah, I haven't been all. used in a while. My box. That's is, why. Yeah, that's yeah. why it was surprising. I just it's thought, pretty dusty, yeah. pretty rusty, pretty unused. 
Yeah, he's just, you know, all fly all the time. All the time, baby. All the time. What about you, Josh? Anything? Um, I actually just got took delivery in my new wilderness systems boat. Just now? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I got that PFD. It's oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah you got go. a wilderness PFD. Yeah. yeah. Which by the way, I heard did you hear about that guy that died on the Nor on the Norway dam on Tippecanoe? Mm. Oh yeah, it's terrible kayak. The one above Oakdale. Yeah, died a couple days ago. Was he in the reservoir? And no, there it was him and two buddies, fifty-eight years old, kayaking on the tip canoe. Got caught on under Norway Dam. I guess there's like because they'd been having all that rain. Like an I guess there's like a um, a, a reverse current pushed him into the dam and capsized his boat, and he just got tossed. Dude, so. well, a little. Um... So you got to wear that PFD, doggies. Yeah. I mean, just a public service announcement here. Like, when you go up. It doesn't matter. Service announcement. <laughs> Make that a yeah. pubic service announcement. We're getting serious here, Chris. Come on now. All right. Wear your PFDs. Don't, you know. Not even just that. Just be careful. You know, you're in a. But there's no reason to get that close to a dam. Well, I mean, people think, even in small rivers, people think like, oh, nothing can happen to me. I saw a picture the other day of a uh, small river it looked about the size of sugar creek and there was a a red like canoe that was stuck under a tree and essentially uh, a little girl died she was with her mom and dad and it got sucked underneath there and they got trapped under the canoe um Mm. and i've seen that happen in small rivers before and uh you just got to be careful like you know don't be dumb. Yeah. Be careful. Even if you're in a big whitewater boat and you think you're invincible, raft. Boris from Goldeneye. <laughs> invincible. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, you just got to, you know, it is easy, you know, to go out on these, when you do it all the time, to just kind of think, oh, you know, it's a normal day. Nothing's going to happen. You know, no reason to protect myself. No reason to you know, wear the PFD or no reason to, you know, have that knife around your neck or whatever, you know, whatever safety precautions you use, but using anchors in the river. Yeah. uh, I mean, it's just irresponsibly. Yeah. You just got to be, you know, cognizant of the fact that nature doesn't give a fuck what you're doing. They will, it will kill you and eat you and not even think twice about it. And it doesn't take much. I mean, the force of that water that we're dealing with, even a small river, it's substantial, can drag you under and mercilessly toss you on the bottom. So yeah. just be careful, you know. But I think that guy, you know, he had a PFD on his boat, but he wasn't wearing it. So mm-hmm. yeah, Nothing pretty rough much stuff. Good. No. Um, no, what I was saying, though, I, I took delivery of my team boat this year, and instead of getting, like, you know, the latest, greatest sit on top. I'm, I have a little project I'm doing. I'm, you know, going to build the world's baddest ass Creek boat. So okay, got a little, what's that have on it? We don't know yet. Oh, you're just building it. Well, it's a, it's starting out as a wilderness systems, Pungo 105. So it's a little sit in. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm gonna keep it simple, but like your waiting boat, like yeah. the boat you take with you when yeah. you wade. It's gonna be my new waiting boat. Well, that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be I mean, a cool. The old you use that one more than you use oh, yeah. that one more than your normal kayak, probably. Yeah, I think you said that you're like, oh, you should get one of those last year. So yeah, because you use it more than your normal. Yeah, I use my big fishing. kayak quite a bit. Like, I mean, anytime I fish like White River or Tippecanoe. I mean, you uh, use it. I'm not saying you don't use it, but. Yeah, you know, a vast majority of the time we spend fishing, we're we're waiting. A lot of it, yeah, especially in the like summertime. At least sixty-five percent. So. Yeah, so. I'd say more for me. So it's about fifty-fifty. So, so you'll get a lot of use out of that. That's a good good investment. Yeah. So. so I'm gonna keep it simple, but I'm gonna put, you know, all my experience from creek fishing. I'm gonna make it like the ultimate little waiting creek boat. So. Yeah, yeah. You gonna put a toilet in there? Possibly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell that we're getting old though, because like the other day I asked Josh about aqua dumps, 
Like back in the day, he was all about aqua dumps, but he won't do them anymore. He said too much work. I don't think his bowels are moving. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is that true? I always carry uh, wipes with me. Oh well, yeah. You're talking about just like a wall, like an aqua douche, like an aqua, like you actually like. Yeah. Poop into the the water. This. I've done it a handful of times. Yeah. Probably not my proudest conservationist <laughs> moment, I just, but yeah, I, I got mean, too. Mine got too much bubble guts to be pooping <laughs> in the water. <laughs> I better be in the middle of a riffle if I'm, <laughs> if I'm dumping out in the water, facing upstream. Right. I'm telling you, I, yeah, I better be like sitting on like a like top of a riffle, just ripping. Because if I'm in a if I'm in a wintering pool, so yeah, it, so things a, have potential to get real muddy. Visibility's going to go to zero. A little story about Chris's bowels in this trip. We. Um, uh, <laughs> we're, <Please> le- do. <laughs> we're leaving to shuttle you know the new and shuttle yeah what did i say no it's, it just sounded uh, like shuttle so, yeah no <laughs> yeah so we pull out on this like yeah two-lane highway i'd call it <laughs> i'm behind chris we both have these small trailers and he just all of a sudden pulls in a driveway it was post office and whatever it was <laughs> he pulls in like on and out like i have no clue what's going on i i pull up to the driveway next and i i go in i start to do my turn chris is an expert at backing his trailer out by the way oh yeah so So i get it turned around i'm facing the opposite way on this highway there's a blind corner and a hill i'm contending with and there's no space and all of a sudden chris comes by and he rolls his window down he goes i have to shit really bad like he yeah. just turned around, like he acted like he was gonna turn around. He didn't do anything. He, he actually, Dude, and he I just got ended so up driving. Nervous. I started getting those like, <laughs> like holding in like sweats. I started like to really. I was like, oh my god, why am I sweating? Because I was just like, pass out, like right? <laughs> overly clenching my back, like trying to keep that yeah. poop in. You can pass out from that. Yeah, clinically, my mom had that happen once. Honestly, I was I was anal keggling so hard. I mean, if I could have broken a number two pencil in half with that keister, <laughs> but I saw a post office. I about went, I tried to pull in there. I missed the post office because I was going sixty five trying to get to the nearest gas station. <laughs> missed the pull off. Pulled into this old, kindly southern woman's home. I, I contemplate just leaving my car parked in her driveway, like combat rolling over her hedges and just invading the post office with the force of Sherman's army. But I didn't do that. I knew he had to poop because before we left, he like right. pulled out some wipes and there were like seven year old girls <laughs> swimming and right. he was going to take a dump like right up the hill. Oh, those people are <laughs> shit parents too. I could have abdu- I could have abducted one of those kids easy. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I was looking for vulnerabilities. Now, I, here's how I know they're shitty parents because I was backing my trailer down to the boat ramp and... And this little girl left a shoe in the middle of the boat ramp, which of course I couldn't see because it was down over the slope or whatever. And he was backing up. And she, yeah, I was backing up the trailer. <laughs> she just let her kid run out behind my trailer and pick her shoe up. That was like great parenting well, there. She obviously didn't know who, who was backing up that trailer because <laughs> Mr. Magoo's backing the trailer. Up. I about it was ran her ass over. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> no, I I mean I was like mad. I was like, why would you let your kid run out behind my truck? I couldn't see. I mean it was down she was down over a hill. I'll just give those away at Walmart, man. What the shoes? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, them. what I mean, what could I expect? It's a bunch of southern trash down there. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're gonna alienate. There so were a much lot there were a lot of Confederate flags. I noticed Really? I noticed a lot. I noticed more Confederate flags here. The South World yeah. again. And it's like well, I don't even get that. A yeah. Confederate flag here. What are you going it's for? Not the South. I mean, at least down there they've here. got some, you know, like oh, I'm, we're from here. With you know, it's cultural or what? You know, oh, we just really preferred that side in the Civil War or whatever. I prefer the rainbow. I mean, flag. at least it makes sense down there. Up here, it's like what? What are you, what are you going for? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, where yeah. their families from? It's like man. they're a traitor to their traitors. They're Confederate Americans. That's how they identify. I don't know, yeah. But anyways, this, this is enough uh, long episode about our shitty trip. Oh, you just don't. I mean, I'm not really slamming on people from the side. You think they don't say that about us? About I think you're racist, Chris. Towards Southerners? <laughs> you're reverse racist. That's just racism. <laughs> Towards Southerners. No, I, I mean, uh, it was a good trip. Everybody was very nice. We had no... 
no issues. Yeah. So that was good. I mean, it, it went so far as some of the some of them boys at the cabin were screaming at kayakers as they went by. That's pretty fun. Yeah, and because there was a steady, steady flow of kayakers. Oh yeah, do you see the, the, the people that were bathing? In the ramp in the river for I didn't half an see hour. that yeah. yeah I didn't see that they, yeah they they're all putting bathed. on a little show for you a little exhibition yeah mm. it was mm. hot they're bathing down there yeah uh but yeah we I mean some of these guys were yelling at kayakers as they went by like obscene things and they were just waving <laughs> I noticed no how you all doing I noticed no aggressive like over the top behavior it was all very nice they were all yeah. very nice country folk. So very hospitable. Yeah, for sure. But you know, it's just the fish weren't following suit. Yeah. So. But anyways, so uh man, I appreciate everybody listening. Uh you know, you can always find us on social media at Smalley Talk Podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, uh Quest for twenty three dot com, Quest for twenty three on Facebook and um, we're everywhere come, come find us come come uh you know leave us a review on itunes um you know it's it's uh it's all good stuff thanks for everybody for listening yep um next episode i have something planned i haven't talked to you about it but okay be prepared for a more informative episode okay so. Well, all right. I'm excited. I'm ready to be right. informed. Let's thanks, Danny. It. Appreciate thanks, you Danny, coming out, coming. man. Thanks for. Right. I've just. I've really been jonesing to get on here. I know. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate That's it. That's why I invited you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. Good deal. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Till next time.